tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM and affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. This is Newsnight. And in the next 60 minutes, Defiant Electoral Commission starts limited registration exercise despite threat by 18-year-old to cite its commissioners for contempt. More as the NDC accuses both the EC and judiciary of conniving to intentionally disenfranchise NDC members and rig the 2024 elections as it labels the limited voter registration exercise as illegal, unreasonable and unacceptable. The Jimenson-led Electoral Commission is determined to rig election. 2024, a decision by the registry of the Supreme Court to defer giving a hearing date. This is yet another clear evidence of judicial manipulation. We have updates of day one of the exercise where two persons have already been arrested for attempting to register twice in war. So far, two people have been detected for attempting to register twice. We'll bring you updates, live updates uh, from across the country on day one of the EC registration exercise. Also this evening, IGP Dr. Dampari defends decision to centralize police communication as he says the decision was agreed to and made at the police management board and not his sole decision. It is something we have discussed at POMA, agree upon a strategy for redefining our engagement with the public in a manner that sit well with international best practice. We have details as he denies allegations the police administration under his watch has been sitting on promotion of qualified officers. When it comes to people who have gone to school and they are coming and they are asking for promotion and it didn't start on the watch of this current administration. It is 11 years or more ago and this is something that has been implemented. We have details from today's sittings uh, from the ad hoc committee and we've been hearing that warning uh, to the police council that you cannot intimidate or gag witnesses. That's parliamentary ad hoc committee investigating the IGP league tape. Under no circumstance would anybody who appears before parliament be gagged or intimidated. That is the message we want to send out there. Those who have been invited as witnesses should feel free to speak to the issues without the fear that somebody might 
interdict you because you have appeared before parliament to assist parliament and ravel certain truths. I'll give you updates on what you missed today at the public hearing of the ad hoc committee. Plus, the IGP is expected to return tomorrow with a national security minister uh, for that hearing for tomorrow. So we have business. Fitch Solutions predicts Ghana City to end 2023 at 11 cities, 40 per Swiss to a dollar. And in sports, Jordan, you and Mohamed Kudus on the score sheets as Black Stars dominate Liberia at the Craft Sports Stadium in a friendly. And it's a Tuesday and it's time for stories of hope and after losing Losing her one-year-old daughter to cancer, one woman decides to wage war against the canker to whisk other children away from the jaws of death. My little girl, you know, she had rhabdomyosarcoma sarcoma at one year, four months. Um, a very painful journey. That's it more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Please do well to join us with your thoughts and comments. Is via WhatsApp 055-1111997. We're on X Spaces. You can uh, send your, leave your messages there with the hashtag Newsnight. Also on Facebook and affiliates across the country. Also on myjournaline.com. I am MFA Apau. And this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay on for details. Many thanks for your company and we dig in now and a defiant electoral commissioners today commenced a limited voter registration exercise despite multiple suits pending before the court seeking to force the EC to decentralize the process. EC has come against fierce opposition after it decided the exercise will be held in its district's offices nationwide and not the electoral area level as demanded by the NDC, some smaller political parties and Kodeo for instance. Well, we'll go around the country shortly and bring you updates on on the day one of this particular exercise. But first, the National Democratic Congress has been accusing the Electoral Commission and the judiciary of conniving to cheat the NDC in the 2024 general elections. Chairman of the party himself, John Sinasiedunketia, addressed a press conference earlier today and says the directive of the Chief Justice not to give them a hearing date for the injunction application and the EC's decision to go ahead with the exercise despite several pending court processes is unconstitutional and unreasonable. The EC's decision to restrict registration centers to the district offices will reduce access to voter registration. It's not only unreasonable, it's insensitive, unreasonable, unlawful, and unconscionable. This irresponsible and unconscionable decision of the commission confirms the NDC's long-held view that the Jimenson-led electoral commission is determined to rig election 2024 through voter suppression, but she will fail. The decision by the registry of the Supreme Court to defer giving a hearing date for the injunction application on ground that the Chief Justice is currently out of Accra leaves much to be desired. The administration of justice in our APS court cannot come at a standstill simply because the Chief Justice is indisposed or unavailable to give hearing dates. What happened to the e-justice system that your Mahama led NDC administration toiled for? This deliberate delay should not happen in any civilized country, and this is completely unacceptable. This is yet another clear evidence of judicial manipulation, and we condemn it in no uncertain terms. Meanwhile, the party says the initial assessment of the registration exercise shows the exercise has been riddled with mass equipment malfunction and in many cases low turnout. Over 90% of centers were not able to print out the required start of the day printout across them. So the process is already endangered. Now most centers across the country started after 8.30 when I believe the advertised time was uh, 7. Greater Accra, here. They started at 10 a.m. Ablikuma West, 10:40 a.m. In Sablugu in the northern region, in the northern region, midday. And Tamale North too. They haven't started. Two names for the whole day. Savannah, Daboya nine, Damongo nine. And as I was walking into this office, the same report was coming from Tamale South and Tamale Central. 
we have an issue of network challenge too. About 70% of the centers running online are slow, hence delaying the process. Lower Manya Krobo Eastern Region, Asujamai, all this happens to be the strongholds of the NDC. How come that our network system in the country is so politically selective? Bono is 39 North. The system is not able to print any card at all. Again, our area. Western region, Mpoho, not able to capture data. I have turn on off. The system is not able to print cards. Trobo, there's a complete system breakdown. Abrekuma West, system breakdown. Central, Agura Asebu, machine breakdown. In Upper West, Lambusier, machine breakdown. Tamale North, network and machine breakdown. Lower Manya Kropo, network breakdown. Tamale South, machine breakdown. Tamale Central, machine breakdown. There is not more than two centers where these breakdowns are happening, which are in the stronghold of MPP. All the rest are in the stronghold of NDC. We'll touch base uh, with my colleagues who have been monitoring the situation on the ground today. Uh, my colleague James Savage is with me in the studios. But first, let's talk about the suits um, that are currently pending. And um, an 18-year-old resident of Afenia here in the Greater Accra region, Aita Precious, is asking a Tema High Court to commit the EC chairperson, Jean Mensah, and her deputies to prison for contempt for going ahead with the registration exercise despite her application for injunction pending before the court. Thankfully, her lawyer, Nikpa, Samuado joins us on the line. We are grateful for your time, Nikwapo. So let's um, let me find out if this particular application has been filed and the EC officials been served. Okay, so my information is yes, we filed it today. Um, the content application has been filed. When the bailiff got to the EC office this afternoon, um, it was made to understand that the EC and their lawyers were in a meeting and that he should come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. So maybe we may hear some news from the EC this evening or we wait for them to receive the process tomorrow at 9 a.m. and then we take it from there. Mm. Well, we, we will definitely then take it from there. But does the mere filing, well, this question, I'm sure you've had to answer it um, in number, a time without number. But really, does the mere filing of an application for injunction act as an injunction to stop the EC from proceeding to do what it intends to do? It is not. It is that, see, the thing is this. It is not that the mere filing acts as an injunction. But when you are on notice that you are not supposed to do something or somebody is seeking to stop you from doing something, you do not undermine or what we call overreach the court by doing the very act that the person seeks to injunct you from doing. That means that you have no regard and respect for the court. But was the EC on notice? But was the EC on notice, you'd say? It was on notice. The EC was said. The issue was served with our originating motion on the human rights, and they were served with the injunction. And the issue whether they've not been served. Mm. Well, so call Dr. Bosman and ask him whether he has not, they've not been served. That is why I think maybe this evening they're having a, a meeting to probably review their actions. Because what they are doing is in flagrant violation of court procedure. And that is why we have found the contempt to make them aware that we are not going to take this line, even if they decide to disregard the court process that have been served on them, they will pay the ultimate price for it. But the original injunction, though, I don't know about your client so on, but we know that the other five political parties, they are yet to get a date for hearing amongst that others. Is, 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 is it different. the same with yours as well? Ours, ours is completely different. You have a hearing yes, date? Yes, at the Supreme Court, we are at the High Court, two different courts. Mm. So in your case, you have a hearing date. That's what I'm yeah, trying to find out. We have a hearing date. We've had a hearing date. They've been set. That's why I said, we don't have any issue. They've been set. Okay. And once they've been set, they're enjoined not to act. And remember, there's precedent for this. Go back to the time when Dr. Pesin, uh sorry, Dr. Um, the presidential candidate that stood in the NDC primaries. Uh, he went ahead to what? To file an injunction against the NDC. Mm -hmm. From holding the presidential primary, before Dr. Dufour, go back and look at what the EC said. But there were two suits on that day. The EC said they could not go ahead with the holding of the presidential primary until the NDC dealt with those.
to petition. Mm. So what has changed? Well, that's for the EC to answer, but the process is going ahead. Um, I'm curious about whether oh, your yeah, client... Oh, the process is going ahead. That's right. So we are not uh, a lawless organization. If, if, I, may, if I may conclude on that, Nipapo, I'm asking, okay. your client is 18 years. Will she avail herself to register it in spite of the suit? We would advise her if the EC decides that despite these processes, they will still go ahead. Obviously, we have to balance the issue of ensuring that she enjoys her rights. That would be a decision that we will take. But that doesn't mean that we will not hold them accountable. That is why we filed the contempt application. Okay. And we would ultimately ask the court to commit them to prison because what they are doing, if the, if the line is not drawn, would act as a, 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 a foundation for other state institutions to act lawlessly. And we can't have that. Mm. We're grateful, Nipapo. Uh, we'll definitely uh, follow up tomorrow and the time that you've been giving uh, to check on this particular suit. We're grateful. That's Nipapo Samwado, lawyer for 18-year-old resident of Afienya in the greater Accra region, Ayita Precious, in spite of an injunction suit she filed earlier. She's also asking the Tema High Court to commit the EC chairperson, Jean Mensah, and her deputies to prison for contempt for going ahead with the exercise despite her application for injunction pending before the court. Now, let me take you around. Um, the country and let's uh, part of the country and let's monitor how today's exercise has been so far and um, we start in accra where the parliamentary candidate of the ndc in the ayawaso west wagon constituency john dumelo an mp of the area lydia sarah malastan have admitted to providing transport for constituency in the ongoing exercise we'll get to hear from the two of them shortly but first listen to some of the registrants who've been interacting with my colleague james aveji i came here um, my assemblyman was me here. Okay. Uh, so, is he the one who told you where you can register or you know the office you need to go? He brought us here. He brought you here. But you have no idea this is where you are supposed yes. to go? Yes. Yeah. You have no idea? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know this was the place where we had to come. I've been here before for my um, NHIS, but I didn't know we, um, they've been doing the voter's ID card. Here. Yeah. Okay. You are hopeful that by a close of day you will get your card. Yeah. What, what's your impression about the process so far? Too slow? Uh, or, or is going I, I, okay? I won't say it's too slow, but we are, we are in it. Yeah. Okay. The two brothers are still here with me. I, I, I won't call them. Harry. Harry. Afiki Chua Fiva. Akachi. Akachi. Can you back here? Abelenpe. You can offer Fiva Abelenpe here. No, I'm a single one. Oh, okay. Make a blown over a Jabanaba Wokada. A full patch. Avaka, Kaju. Kaju. Okay. I'm a Yenya Bakota. Eh. I say, can't give me off if I fear. You come in. I come in. Flavor who I don't have. Flavor. Yen Tobahua. Eh. Okay. So essentially, what he's telling me is that. He is from Akachi in the Volta region. He is here in Accra, precisely at Belimpik, uh, to work as a mason. And uh, his foreman actually informed him that the registration process is on. And so he brought him here uh, together with his brother in order to get the card. Let me vote for 2024. Let me vote for that Okay. I, I was just trying to inquire if they register for the card and uh, during the 2024 elections they would want to cast their ballot and they are not in Accra. How would they be able to use the card and they say that uh, they, they are here, they are not leaving anytime soon. But if they do, they will try and find their way to come back and come and vote. Well, so that's James Aveji interacting with his countryman um, who's come from Abilimpe. He was from Akachi all the way and he's in Abilimpe now um, trying to register. James joins me in studio. He's pretend. So in spite of the rains, um, it looks like uh, the exercise still went on. But let's talk about the places you visited, James. Okay, I'm first. So uh, our stop was at the Electoral Commission's former headquarters at Ridge. Okay. And so uh, when we got there, uh, the first uh, registration center 
that we saw was the Ayawasu West Wogon uh, Registration Center. And so uh, we thought that was all. Then we were later informed that the uh, premises actually housed five different uh, district offices. And so uh, we had the four Ayawasu assembly. Uh, Ayawasu assemblies, West Wogon, East, Central, as well as North, mm. and then the Osu Kole uh, Kolote uh, assemblies as well. And so all five of them, four were in the East's uh, old headquarters building, and then uh, uh, the other one, which is the fifth, was at the company. And so five of them at the same premises. Okay. Well, one major concern uh, we know raised by the groups calling for decentralization is the issue of proximity. Now, we've heard some of the registrants there mention that they were transported to the registration center. Has any of the political parties confirmed this to you? Indeed, uh, in my interaction with uh, leaders of uh, the two political parties, they have confirmed that uh, they have made some provisions of the sort for the members. My curiosity was how long this will uh, continue. They said they will do as long as their resources can take them. No guarantee that they can do that in the 30 days. Uh, there has been some discrepancies in that as well. For instance, when I interacted with the party chairman for the uh, NDC uh, of the Ayawasu West Wagon constituency, he tells me that uh, because the NPP has money, they convey people in air-conditioned buses. Mm-hmm while they look for trotter for uh, uh, some uh, constituent to come in uh, vote and so that was uh, his uh, uh, allegation uh, i've also talked with the uh, mp for the area seram al hassan as well as john dumelo and this is what they've been telling me Ayawas West is big, and so if you have to pick them from their homes each to come here, I mean, it's tough. There's traffic on the way, there's, you know, there are a lot of obstacles and so on, and so it's tough. Um, but all in all, they need to be registered because we want them to vote in 2024, but most especially, we also want them to vote in the district assembly elections, which is coming uh, up very soon. It's about calling them personally, it's about visiting their homes personally, it's about convincing them to come here, you know, personally. It's about conveying them myself in my car, you know, personally here. I mean, uh, since 4 a.m. I've been here um, making sure that, you know, the, the queues are formed in a, in a nice way, giving them water, giving them refreshments, you know, making sure they are comfortable, you know. So, so you are bassing them here? Yes, personally. We are bassing so, them so from po- the communities, like from Okonglo, from Impasse, and from Baalishi, from Tesla. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram is a marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tunnel from Ridge, from Airport, Jolu. We are passing them personally. Yes. Is it an initiative supported by the party uh, from the national level? It's an initiative supported by the party. I mean, look, the party has given us instructions that register your people and, and, and find ways and means of registering your people. So if, if you don't register your people, how are you going to get the votes? You, know? you can see the numbers this morning. It tells you that the youth of this country want to be part of the democratic process of the country. I am hopeful that they will come. Those who can't make it, they are, uh, we've made available vehicle to bring them. 
so we are ready for the process. Particularly my students who are on vacation. Uh, it is our responsibility to ensure that they are here to help them, to facilitate this for them so that they are here come 7th December to exercise their franchise. That's um, Lydia Sayama Alhassan there. She's the Ayawasu West Wogon MP. And then also you heard earlier John Dumelo aspiring to unseat her. And they've been interacting with my colleague James Aveji. That's the, the situation in the greater Accra region, picture painted by my colleague James Aveji. But let me take you now uh, to the Upper West region. And um, we're told that already two persons have been arrested after they were flagged for attempting uh, to register twice. And our Upper West regional correspondent Rafiq Salam thankfully joins us on the line. Rafiq, tell us about this situation. Hello, Rafiq. It doesn't look like um, Rafiq can hear me, but he found this report earlier. The one municipal office of the Electoral Commission is the venue of the EC Limited Registration Exercise. Close to three dozen prospective registrants were already going through the registration process, whilst others sat patiently waiting for their turn. There have neither been any report of system failure nor software malfunctioned. As a result of that, two persons who registered in the last registration exercise and want to have another bite of the pie were easily identified and rejected by the registration devices, prompting the one municipal officer of the EC, Ben Kujo Adagulo, to sound the warning bells. So far, two people have been what, detected yeah. for attempting to register twice. Ben Alagulo faded to light on the issue. Yeah, the two that were caught attempting to register again, uh, probably we have to let them go because they told us that they registered in 2016. Not knowing it was registration done in 2020. So probably the benefit of the doubt, we have allowed them to go. Probably if anybody comes again and we see that he's attempted to register twice, but before they will not even allow it to happen, we shall be giving on-spot education, publicity, as you saw me in the first instant doing. We'll be telling them that please, it is not a fresh registration, but a registration for those who are qualified in that manner to do so. Three hours after the start of the registration, more than 40 persons had registered and handed over their voter registration card. Two of them spoke to us on why they think acquiring the voter ID card is necessary. The economic is hard, just right now. I'm not feeling anything. I just finished uh, a technical institute this year. I'm not getting any job right now. So you think that your, your vote will determine your fate? Inshallah, by the grace of Allah. Sometimes you'll be traveling, they'll ask you of your voter ID card or a Ghana card. If you're not having it, it can be a problem. It's because of that, we want to have it. In the next coming days, they're expecting people to come in droves to be part of the registration process. Reporting for the news, Rafik Salam. Wah! I take you now to the northern region and my colleague Martina Bugri has also been monitoring the exercise. Martina, which areas have you been to and what can you report? I, I visited two, two offices, the Tamale Metro office and the Sanergo, but I was based more at the Sanergo offices because that's where I spent most of the day. Um, as at 3 o'clock, they had registered just two people. Uh, in the whole of the morning, they had the machine malfunction, uh, link failure, and so basically the whole morning, nobody was working. They were all seated. People had been bathed from various constituencies, the Tamale, uh, North, and then Sanergo constituency to the center to be registered. Uh, they had Some came in very early. Someone told me he arrived there around 5 this morning right after prayers he was there waiting to be registered and after 12 1 he hadn't been registered yet he complained of hunger headache because uh, he hadn't eaten earlier in the morning before coming and so the whole day was eventually like a holiday for the EC workers. They were sitting down while the people who had come in to register were also seated. Unfortunately, it rained heavily mid, uh, midway. And so for two, three hours, 
everybody left the center whilst it was raining. It was after the rain, a few people came in, but that was even close to uh, the close of the day. So basically, little was done at the San Diego district office today. But I'm sure you've been finding out uh, from the EC officials about this uh, machine malfunction. Uh, what really was the explanation that was given? What they said was that uh, they they had issues with uh, their service, so they couldn't go online to do the registration, and they decided to switch to the manual, and the machines were also not picking. And so they couldn't um, do anything but to wait till the link is on again, and then they begin to work. So basically, this was the, the explanation they gave us, even though they wouldn't speak on record. Okay, Martina, thank you so much. That's for day one, and she's been stationed at San Diego most part of the day. And that's at 3 p.m., only two persons were registered. I'll tell you the situation in the Ashanti region shortly. My colleague, Nanaya Ojima, has been monitoring. But let me take you to the OT region quickly, and Peter Senu is there for us. Peter, what's the situation there? I know it rained off um, at some point, but, but what can you report? Oh, well, not very much different from what Martina uh, reported from her region. Uh, the rains came pouring in and at the point that I was at the KGB district office. And so very little activity happened there this morning and then the rain set, uh, set in. And at the point the lights went out and the network, the internet connectivity also went down. And so there was nothing done for more than an hour. We were all there um, watching. And so, but as of 3 p.m., when light restored, um, my information was that only three were, got registered as of the time I was living there with other three um, persons in queue to, to, to be registered. So, take for granted that they got registered. So, that would be 6 for the KGB district office. And so, that, that was what happened here today. The rains came in, internet connectivity, connectivity went down, and then the light also went out. So very little activity here at where I monitored activity in the KGB district. MFA. Well, thank you, Peter. Uh, not too much for you to do today, but hopefully uh, tomorrow will be better. But that's the situation also in the KGB district, in the OT region, as my colleague Peter Seno has been reporting. Where were you today? Uh, you can send me a message. I know that Abuchi Philip also has been talking about the situation in Keta. I'll get to your comment shortly, but where, which areas did you visit and what was the situation there? Any different from what our reporters have been telling me you can also um, send your messages as via whatsapp is 055 you're watching live on facebook you can leave your comments there so we'll have as most of your messages but let's um, check on the situation in the ashanti region and we're told that uh, there were some applicants who've been left frustrated after spending hours in queue on the first day of the exercise at akumadang in the offensive north district security officers had a tough time controlling applicants um, to observe set protocols nanaya ojima has more some applicants at Akumadan in a confrontation with security officers for allegedly whipping them to order. At the Asokori Mampon office of the Electoral Commission, applicants queue outside the premises. Intermittently, the gate of the premises is opened for a few applicants to enter. Sometimes there is chaos at the gates as some persons attempt to bypass the queue. We've, we've been here since about around now. People will be bringing protocols, protocols, but protocols are very, it's too much here. So I think the electoral officer and the police, policemen in charge here should come out and control the queue here. As there will be a lot of misunderstanding here. I came around 8 a.m. and it is not my turn yet. Some came very early. Some people keep skipping the queue. They are given excuses and others. It is unfair. With time, frustration and tiredness set in for some of the applicants after standing for hours. Some had to squat or find stones to use as seats since the commission by law prevented seats for the process. Some applicants shared their frustrations. It's not comfortable standing. Mm. 
It's not. For how long have you been standing? More than one, two hours. More than two hours. It look, from, from the look of things, it doesn't look like you'll be done the next hour. Can, can you wait? Maybe I'll manage. Which, what do you think could have been done to ensure that this process is a little bit comfortable for you? They should bring more computers so that... They bring what? Fast. They should bring what? More computers so that the line will be fast. By midday, 43 persons had successfully gone through the application with two registration points set up in the EC office. Many believe the Electoral Commission may fail to achieve the daily target of registering 300 applicants. For Joy News, Nanaya Ojima reporting. Well, so that's the situation in the Ashanti region, also as the Nayaljima report. And I um, mean, looking at some of your messages, we'll take this one from Abuchi Philip from Keta. He says the first day of the exercise was totally poor. He says the network machine went off at 1.30 p.m. We've experienced a low turnout at the Keta constituency. Uh, and um, that's um, Philip Abuchi uh, from Keta's um, comments there. And we have also this one uh, from Charles Legon. And do we have elderly people who matter? to bring the electoral commissioner to order she plunged the country into trouble so talk to her before it's too late and also uh, we have this one from Lincoln in Aquitiman. Okay, I'll take a prof's message first. Which institution in this country has left public communication in the hands of its decentralized structures, not even GES? IGP should be left alone. So you're talking about the next story and also the public hearings today and the details that emerged and also this one from Lincoln in Aquitiman. And he says why uh, the EC is not willing to expand the registration centers to enable more people to register. We, those in the city, even finding it difficult to register. And uh, that's um, your message, Lincoln. Thank you for sending it in. And we have this one also uh, from Mustafa in Loa Manya Krobo. And you have a rather long one. I would um, scroll the way to the bottom um, to get it. And the people we entrust our safety into their hands are rather struggling over power and authority. I think COP Alex Menta is pained over the IGP position. Give COP George Dampari. Okay, I pray for a fruitful outcome. That's the Mustafa you're talking about um, today's public hearing as well. And uh, more of your messages, uh, we'll get into it. And Wolanyo sends me one from Medina and it's says the exercise Medina was also bad and um, would would okay and that's um, that one also and this one also from Kotoka Courage uh, in the Volta region uh, we cannot see what is happening if the MPP can bus their people to district offices they can bus people but uh, they will not vote for them in 2024 okay so you're also talking about uh, the exercise in different ways so wherever you are uh, you monitored the exercise uh, what you witnessed you can share them with us we'll go for business when we return, we'll focus on the ad hoc committee sittings today and the IGP, Dr. George Kufudampari, appeared before the committee. And amongst others, we've been looking at it extensively on Top Story, uh, insisting that he's not the worst IGP this country has seen. And most of the allegations, he says, leveled against him are total falsehood. And he also defends the decision to centralize police communications as he says the decision was agreed to and made at the Police Management Board and not his sole decision We'll focus on that, plus our story of hope uh, for today. After losing her one-year-old daughter to cancer, one woman has decided to wage war against the canker to whisk other children away from the jaws of death. That's in our stories of hope. Atta Beverly brings us business. Hello. Right, Arifa, thank you so much. Hello, welcome to the Business News on Newsnight, brought to you by MTN, Kingdom Books and Stationery, Syntex Tank, and Pepsodent Charcoal and Herbal. Coming up tonight, Fitch Solutions predicts Ghana's City to end 2023 at 11 cities, 40 pesos to a dollar. We have details in uh, 30 minutes. And New World Trade Organization report warns Ghana's trade expansion is negatively being impacted by cost and access to finance. We have details after this break. Of the year, just in some points, Momo pay or you say Momo up. Send with ease and win rate. You be mere tanto or you be Momo user. Momo season abanti send in the via. Send in the via. Momo season abanti send in the via. Send in the via. From now till the end of September, end points when you download the Momo app and make Momo.
normal pay transactions to a merchant via either the QR code or merchant ID and stand the chance of winning a thousand Ghana CDs weekly and other amazing prizes. Our merchants are not left out. Receive payment and win. There are lots and lots of exciting prizes to be won. So download the Momo app, transact with Momo Pay and get rewarded this Momo season. TNCs apply. MTN. Hooray! The Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited's Back to School promotion is here with us once again. From the 4th of September to the 31st of October 2023, Kingdom Books and Stationery Limited is giving a generous 10% to 15% discount on all school items like textbooks, pens, pencils, erasers, exercise books, and so much more across all our branches in Accra, Tema, Kumasi, Takradi, Winnebine, Cape Coast. Parents, teachers, and students, please hurry while stock lasts. For more information, call us on 0302-764-101 or 0302-764-209 or email info at kingdomgh.com. You can also visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. Kingdom Books, where quality and affordability are both assured. Terms and conditions supply. has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. Thanks for staying with us. Let's see, let's take a look at our details now. And Fitch Solutions is forecasting that the Ghana city will end 2023 at 11 cities, 40 pesos against the dollar. This is lower than the 12 cities, 40 pesos it predicted earlier in the year. At a time, Ghana was yet to reach an agreement with the International Monetary Fund for a bailout package. Here's a report. The UK-based firm is also projecting 10 CDs 90 pesos to $1 in 2024, fueled by expected inflows from the International Monetary Fund program and improved investor confidence. The local currency is presently going for 11 CDs 53 pesos to the dollar in the retail market and 11 CDs 5 pesos to the American greenback on the interbank market. Since Ghana secured the IMF bailout package in May this year, the local currency has remained relatively stable against the dollar and all the major foreign currencies. Fitch Solutions explained that while short-term exchange rate volatility will persist, it believes that the city will stabilize. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. 
¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Forex market was a bit choppy last week as the city saw some volatility against the US dollar. This is despite the Bank of Ghana announcing plan to auction $120 million in its forest forward auctions for the bulk oil distribution companies during quarter 4, 2023. That was a business desk report. Now, Ghana's ability to export more and participate in global trade is badly being affected by access and cost of credit. This was captured in the latest World Trade Report released by the World Trade Organization. Today, George Riafe has more from Geneva, Switzerland. The World Trade Organization's report showed that banks in Ghana support about 25% of the country's trade. This makes it difficult for Ghana to realize its potential and get more from trade deals with other countries and multinationals. The report showed that Ghana could have benefited more from the various trade agreements that it has signed if there was a required financing provided to the various businesses and institutions in the country. It also came up that rejection rate was very high by these financial institutions, especially when it comes to small businesses and women. Now, the Ghana Real Estate Developers Association is calling for a collaboration with the government to deliver affordable housing to the Ghanaian populace. According to the president of the association, Patrick Ebobonfo, the collaboration is necessary to ensure that all parties benefit equally while addressing the housing deficit challenges in the country. And these are areas where we can easily collaborate with government to deliver an affordable house. Because to be fair, if I'm building a house that will cost 100,000 Ghana cities and a fellow developer has built the same thing and is selling it at 500,000 Ghana cities and we all go and pay corporate tax on 25%, it's a disincentive to me to build affordable house. So these are areas we are thinking we can collaborate with government and we can be encouraged to do more with our pricing and then we can do better. You heard there, Patrick Ebel Bonfo. He's the president of Greda. Now, the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources, Samuel Abujinapo, is charging mining firms to make efforts in engaging local communities to understand the operations. According to him, this will enhance security in the mines as well as support cooperation between the companies and the indigents. Mr. Jinapo gave the advice in a speech to launch the Mining for Development Forum organized by the Ghana Chamber of Mines in just by deploying law enforcement agencies and by using brute enforcement and by using brute force will resolve issues of insecurity of large-scale mining operations or conglomerate extractive industry anywhere in the world. You have just not taken your history lessons right because it will not work. You, the enforcement is absolutely important. The sustainable measures to carry the community with you in and by itself will not be sufficient because recalcitrant people will definitely be greedy and they will, they will move on and move on. So the enforcement is key. Deployment of police and all the various operation halt and measures we put in place is important. But equally important is the other aspect of carrying the country, first of all, and carrying the community with you. Samuel Abujinapo is Minister for Lands and Natural Resources. Now, the Minister for Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond, is entreating non-traditional exporters to leverage opportunities presented by investors to expand the operations. According to him, the sector is key to drive economic growth, hence more investment is needed to streamline activities. He was speaking at an engagement with some non-traditional exporters. I'm reliably informed that the Ghana trade house in Nairobi currently boasts of an impressive inventory of over 250 varieties Ghanaian products totaling all more than about 6,500 items. Spans various product sectors showcasing the depth and the breadth of Ghana's non-traditional exports. I strongly encourage all exporters to capitalize 
on this facility to expand your markets as government has heavily invested in the infrastructure to serve Ghanaian exporters and the general business community. And that's how we end business on Newsnight, brought to you by MTN, Kingdom Books and Stationery, Syntex Tank, and Pepsodent Charcoal and Hairball. Thank you very much, Beverly. Enjoy the rest of the evening. We'll catch you on Joy News Channel sure. yeah? at sure. 7. Yeah. Well, so let's take more of your messages. Nanukia Mwabwating from Ablikuma Central has sent um, his message. He says, I'm very elated that the parliamentary probe into the Bugrinabu leaked audio is pointing to the fact that there's an internal wrangling in the Ghana Police Service and not the narrative that the NDC portrayed that the NPP wants to remove the IGP for the purpose of winning the 2024 elections. And um, this one from Michael Semad uh, from the Volta region, Angloga Way, he says, I think EC has to expand um, and then create more centers to enable more people to register. Today, it had rain here, so there's poor network and light out, and it affected the registration today. And um, more status report of today's um, exercise. And Agbe, Agbe, Odaklu, she first says, the registration exercise is really cumbersome. We have to find means to convey people, including uh, the aged from the various communities to the registration center for the exercise and um, that's um, Agbe's message and this one says the IGP has really demonstrated his mettle that he's a right man for the job he's deep philosophical as for his accusers may he forgive them Frederick Lakeside Estates and we'll definitely get into that story shortly and uh, this one also says the IGP gave us today his chronological qualifications and achievements within the force so are those wanting to replace him are more qualified and experience than him or just wanting the post because of political affiliation. Nana Spintex Road. That's your message. I'll take a final one from Selom and he says, how come reputable government organizations such as the EC cannot respect simple rule of law in Ghana? Or is the EC and the Gimenta is simply higher than laws and courts of the country? And uh, God have mercy. You see, more of your messages. Thank you so much for sending them in. We'll go for sports um, shortly and then we can get into um, more of the IGP story because most of you are waiting uh, for that particular story. We've been looking at it on Top Story. But if Musbao um, is uh, preparing to bring us that, let's um, get into sports. Yeah, Musbao, what do we have? Well, yeah, I mean, for the Black Stars, we're in action. Uh, just, uh, you know, I think about... 40 minutes ago, the game ended against Liberia. It was an international friendly. Uh, Ghana won three goals to one. Uh, NS Nyama scored and provided an assist in that game as Ghana picked that comfortable 3-1 win over Liberia in that international friendly at the Cross Sports Stadium. Now, NS Nyama, he opened the scoring for the Black Stars with a fantastic half volley after taking down a brilliantly locked pass in the 52nd minute. Uh, that is his second goal for Ghana if the scoring is debut goal for the Black Stars in the 2-1 win over the Central African Republic on Thursday. Well, seven minutes later, it was your man Mohamed Kudus who added the second from an NS Nyama pass after showing awareness to take down an air ball. Mohamed Kudus uh, brought down the ball and he managed to give Ghana the second goal. Now guess who scored the third goal? It is Jordan Ayew who wrapped up the scoring for Ghana with his 20th international goal for the Black Stars in the 82nd minute. It was a second time finish after his initial attempt was stopped. Well, the Liberians did get a consolation through Divine Tia. He scored in the 90th minute after some poor defensive game for Ghana. So the Black Stars will now turn the attention to October friendlies where they will play the United States of America and Mexico in the international friendlies. Well, that's it for sports. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's Rocky it. And, uh, President Hebo and Chaco. Okay. See you soon. That's uh, Musbao uh, with the latest from the world of sports and congratulations to the Black Stars. Now, the Inspector General of Police, Dr. George Kufudampare, is expected um, to appear once again before the ad hoc committee uh, tomorrow, this time with the National Security Minister and the other accusers. But he's, he's been defending also the decision to centralize police communications by limiting police officers 
his communication with the media. Well, he's also, you know, you've heard him today. If you missed it, he's been um, disputing claims or allegations that he's the worst IGP in the history of this country. Also dismissing all the allegations that were brought against him by his accusers, uh, insisting that they are all false allegations. But we know that since the IGP resumed assumed office, uh, the various regional police PROs have been rendered redundant of a sort with the director of public affairs, the only officer releasing statements and she doesn't even speak. While responding to questions before the ad hoc committee investigating the leaked tape that allegedly plotted his removal, Dr. Dampari explained that the decision was in the best interest of the service and conformed to international best practices. It is something we have discussed at POMA, agree upon a strategy for redefining our engagement with the public in a manner that sits well with international best practice. We have a system where you get up in the morning, everybody across the country, across at times district division and regional level, granting interviews on matters of police from a perspective that at times not informed by the full facts. And at the end of it all, when the facts come, the organization look unpresentable. It's not the invention of Dampari. It is something that we've looked at and then got all the commanders at all levels involved and get their inputs. Well, he also denied claims that he's been sitting on the promotions of qualified police officers, so to speak. The IGP explains that they are only following existing rules that have been in force for more than a decade. When it comes to people who have gone to school and they are coming and they are asking for promotion. And it didn't start on the watch of this current administration. It is 11 years or more ago. And this is something that has been implemented. But unfortunately, it is being circulated around and making it for that as if my, the current administration that I lead, we have denied people their promotion because they have gone to school. And then it has become difficult for me to speak to it because after they have petitioned the police council asking for some sort of mercy in terms of this promotion. And why is the police council was considering the matter? They took it to court. So it's not something that is the creation of the current administration. It is 11 or something years old, and the people involved know it. But they present the matter out there and make it look like it is the current administration which has done something to deny their promotion. That is not a good thing, that you allow your selfish interest to overshadow the reputation of an institution and an individual and a team leading it now. Well, my colleague Samuel Limbura has returned from that meeting. He's been following it since it started, and uh, we call him the leak tape man. He's joined me in studio. But we know that uh, the issue about uh, whether some police officers are not happy with how he's handling the police service came up. But he argues, that's, that's Dr. George Akufo-Dampari, he argues that a substantial majority of the police service are actually behind him. As Inspector General Police, working with my colleagues, we as a team, we can get everybody appreciating what we do. But this is what we do differently. Because we have what I call mindfulness mindset, we are aware of this and we try to get everybody along. In respect of whether the person likes or does not. And I've demonstrated it. These are my brothers. In spite of all what is happening, at the break, I walk to them. We have the chat. Means getting along. We may have differences, but that should not stop us from working together. So this is what you've done, pulling everybody together and having majority, a very substantial majority of the police. 
Well, so that's um, IGP Dr. George Ekufu Dampari, and uh, he'll be coming back tomorrow. But my colleague Samuel Imbura is with me. So, talking about substantial majority of police officers that w are with uh, Dr. George Ekufu Dampari, I know that a number of them were with him today at the ad hoc committee. Let's go through the list. Exactly. So, uh, almost all the POMAP members came. Okay. The police management board were solidly behind him. I saw the GP2. Uh, that is COP Tete Yohono. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm told he wasn't well, but he had to uh, take hospital permission to come and then oh. support the IGP. I also saw the director of the Police Professional Bureau, uh, COP Lydia Donko, and the director of welfare for the Ghana Police Service, COP Chumesi Habiba. Mm -hmm. She was also there. The Greater Accra Regional Police Commander, Dr. Saibu Gariba, was also there. A whole lot of uh, people mm -hmm. were there. Not only the police hierarchy, uh, the interior minister was represented by the deputy interior minister. She came because um, the police is under her ministry. Okay. And the other interesting person was the deputy minister for finance, yes. Abina Osea Sari. She said both the uh, Dampari and the lawyer, Kwame Jan, are her constituents, a reason she came there. So he actually had a full backing uh, in his appearance before the committee. Okay, well, earlier there were concerns about whether his accusers should stay in there whilst he gives them um, his testimony or so is interrogated. All these issues came up uh, before the IGP started speaking. But I want you to tell us about the mood in the room uh, once the, the chairman overruled that kind of call that um, the accusers should step out. They stayed in there throughout. Body language, what did you observe? Yeah, so the body language, specifically about Alex Mensah, mm -hmm. he stayed on his phone throughout the proceedings. Mm -hmm. At the point, he raised his head, but he wouldn't pay attention to what his boss is saying. I, at a point, I felt that he was giggling with the responses from his, his boss, but wouldn't show that, I mean, uh, his attitude was more or less, yes, mm -hmm. like he wasn't in agreement with what he was saying at the point you see that he would turn his face to the other side not watching his board but obviously disagreeing with him in his head mm -hmm. and also we also have uh, the chief superintendent um, uh, George Asari he was seated just left of the IGP he was uh, his head was facing the, the, the table throughout mm -hmm. the proceedings but uh, superintendent Eric JB he uh, was listening attentively to the entire exercise but it will interest you to note that when we first went for the break IGP Akufu Dampari went and shook the hands of his accusers mm -hmm. superintendent George Sari Eric JB and then he actually gave a hug to uh, COP Alex Mensah and then when they closed it was say, the same atmosphere it wasn't a tense atmosphere it was a light environment and taking into consideration that the chairman uh, Mr. Atachia also brought in some icebreakers it was okay. able to diffuse the tension uh, at the uh, committee there so it was there was no showdown after all okay. maybe tomorrow that we'll, we'll see that <laughs> okay so uh, talking about tomorrow what are we expecting tomorrow the national security minister uh, per what the chairman of the committee said is appearing. I asked him why should the national security man, uh, minister appear. His explanation was that even before committee, the committee started investigating the tape, uh, the NIB already started some investigation. So a reason he has to come and then also testify to them what they have gathered so far as this leaked tape is concerned. Okay. And I want to call attention to bear on Article 1036 of the Constitution. A committee appointed under this article shall have the powers, rights, and privileges of the High Court or a justice of the High Court at a trial for A, enforcing the attendance of witnesses and examining them on oath, affirmation or otherwise, compelling the production of documents, and C, issuing a commission or request to examine witnesses abroad. Um, I, there, we had a, a, an issue with Bugri Nabu who said because of um, issues of Chief Tensi, National House of Chiefs meeting, he couldn't show up today. 
Well, so the National Security Minister and, of course, um, the IGP, Dr. George Kufudampari, and the, the other accusers, they will all be um, there tomorrow. And we look forward uh, to that sitting tomorrow. And my, uh, my colleague, Samuel Mbura, will bring us more updates from that sitting. But let's talk about stories of hope today. And uh, in the face of unimaginable tragedy, one woman's strength and determination has not only transformed her own life, but also brought hope to countless others. Join us as we delve into the inspiring story of Ikuya Sapong, a mother who weathered the storm of losing her daughter to cancer and later established an NGO to support parents who are economically and emotionally challenged and facing similar challenges. You're broken down and tired of living life on a merry-go-round. Sapong, like any mother, cherished the simple joys of life, especially the moments she shared with her children. But their calm world was rocked by cruel diagnosis, cancer. My little girl, you know, she had rhabdomyosarcoma sarcoma at one year, four months. And we went through the treatment here in Kolibu. And we did some of our treatments, you know, externally we came back, we finished it. And unfortunately she relapsed. Before her daughter's death, Ekwia had absolutely no idea childhood cancers existed. It felt like a part of her had been torn away in the most unpardonable way. I lost my child exactly five years ago. Um, a very painful journey. In her darkest hour, Ekwia discovered a newfound purpose. She channeled her pain and grief into founding an organization with a mission to provide support to parents and during the same harrowing journey. So we are the foundation partner for the pediatric oncology and we raise funds, you know, now services, uh, support, include paying for diagnostics. So you pay for CT scan, MRIs, pathology, we pay for treatment itself. Seven. And that's our story of hope for today. And uh, that's how we wrap up today's edition of Newsnight here on Joy 99.7 FM. There's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. But you ought to stay. We have the gig scored. And Perpetual is ready with the team. We're reducing the risk of what uh, perceived um, perceived risk of when buying online. I, I need this. Tell me about it. Hi, MFA. <laughs> Good evening. I just want to find out from you, have you shopped online? And I always stay away from online shopping. <laughs> I can't even order food online because I, I don't trust it, really. I'm old-fashioned like that. So Loretta in the newsroom is always the one buying for me. So. You see, and that's what we want to look at this <laughs> evening. Okay. Because there are some perceived risks. People think it's not very safe. And is that really mm -hmm. the case? We want to get into it so that even if there are some risks, we see how best we can just overcome them money transacting online has come to stay uh, and we need to just be more vigilant when it comes to this we'll, we'll be see, looking we'll, at that we'll see how we get used to it this topic is just for me so yes. i'll be on the lookout thank Definitely. you very much stay with the gigs So these are some of the things that um, comes with the iPhone 15. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.